Right, welcome everybody to another episode of the Love Island Cast Australia. I am Chris Phelps, and my co-host and very good friend is Mr. Dave Horrocks. Hey there, Chris. Great to speak to you again after our day off, and I can't wait to get our teeth into this one. Yes, Dave. So, we might as well start at the end. We've had a triple voting off, Dave. So, we have seen Isabel go, and Cassie, and Luke. So, uh, where do you want to start with that one? Well, I mean, let's start with Cassie and Luke because, you know, we one of the things we love about doing this is, you know, we're passionate about it, which is why we get all so riled up and everything. And uh, there's lots of chatter on Twitter. The, the sense I'm getting is that, you know, there is a, a feeling out there that this season needs a bit of something. It needs shaking up a bit. So I guess jettisoning three out of the villa you know and let's see what happens tomorrow as well might might not be a bad thing but with Luke and Cassie I don't think it's a massive surprise um to get to that voting off I I think some of the things along the way there go um go some way to explaining how they got there but I mean we had an email didn't we so do we want to start off and we'll go through that and then we'll come back to Luke and Cassie I'm sure no problem. Now, this email's from one of our listeners, Scarlett Clark, and I've got to say, Scarlett, fantastic that the amount of time that you've took just to send this email in, and it is a long one, but it's a long, me and you love this sort of thing, Dave, because we, everybody with these sort of shows, we shouldn't care, but we end up caring about these people we're probably never going to meet and probably see again. So I just love this, and, and I really thank you for myself and Dave sending this in. So it's mainly centered on Cassie and Luke. So here we go. Hey, it's Scarlett from Australia. I love your podcast. Honestly, it makes me laugh so much. It's also interesting to understand the male perspective because until I listened to it, Cassie was my favorite girl in there. Unfortunately, since listening to you guys, I can't uncringe at her and I don't like her at all now. I'm sorry about that, Scarlett. However, just to play devil's advocate, I'm going to provide my perspective on Cassie. First of all, I haven't got past the fact that Luke picked first and I feel like Cassie liked Josh more. I sort of agree with you that saying all the stuff about coming home at six was her just shit-stirring. But I sort of understand when you're stuck with someone that you're not sure if you like sometimes and you do stupid and impulsive stuff like saying that. Also, in regards to the recent fight between Luke and her involving his comment about her lifestyle, I saw it as Luke's fault more than Cassie, and here is why. So even though I don't think Cassie really likes Luke, I I think she does have feelings for him. I think that the way he acted towards since they, and I, I quote, broke up with all the stay away from my girl and cuddling and the shit he has sent her, very mixed signals. I think my feelings would be hurt if I heard the guy I was spending all my time with say that. And I think the issue with him saying it doesn't matter now. Well, it does, because last night she was your girl. I agree that comment is justified as part of Luke's decision to end things. But if I was in Cassie's position, I think it would be a a bit of a head fuck. He can't act like they are together when it suits him and then say it's in the past when it doesn't. Hope you keep keep doing the podcast. It's awesome. And she then messaged again, Dave, which is brilliant. By the way, I agree this season is getting so boring. And she's put again, I hate both Luke and Cassie, but they are basically the only reason I watch now. 
So Scarlett, thank you so much. And unfortunately, thank you for listening to the podcast because they have now left the villa. So you won't be listening to us again. Well, hopefully you are, but what a great email, Dave. And there's a lot there. So I mean, what have you picked out of that email? Yeah, no, uh, firstly, again, I'd echo what you said there. I mean, absolutely brilliant. And uh, we quite often say, don't we, you know, we're, we're two blokes. We, we can't help but see the world through a bloke's eyes. You know, we can try and empathize and see it from uh, a female perspective. But it is great to get, you know, that, that perspective um, straight from the horse's mouth. What I would say is Luke and Cassie are two of the strangest people in a couple I think I've ever seen on this show out, out of the various shows that we've seen because since that kind of breakup I mean they, they they never went through like a honeymoon phase you know the honeymoon phase was probably before they actually got up where they seemed to actually have a bit of a connection and then it seemed to be quite turbulent right from the start um, I, I, even to the point when the bomb squad came along, Cassie said she was 90% sure Luke would come back with someone else. And it's just strange that both of them exhibit behaviors that, that they've still got hangups about the other person. You know, they, they split up, but they still have a lot of feelings both ways. And Luke in particular is, you know, is some of his behavior is very odd. You know, the way he's saying, like, get your hands off my woman. And, you know, uh, we saw a few times when they were in bed, he'd have his arm around her. It's all just very, very strange. And the strangest bit, you know, he seemed to be in pole position with the new girl, Margarita. And then he basically took himself out of the game. He basically said, look, you know, you're my perfect sort of girl outside the villa you know it'd be fantastic but inside here i don't think you're gonna get what you want from me because i'm kind of emotionally spent and it i guess it it does if that's all genuine it does say you know how exhausting it must be it sounds ridiculous you know it's not like they're doing 12 hour days six days six seven days a week is it they're sat in a, a luxury villa but I, I can imagine emotionally it must be really quite draining. So, yeah, and, and honestly, I, I, I can't have anything positive to say about Cassie. I, I do appreciate the female perspective, but I'm, I've said loads of times on previous episodes, some of her behavior I find very distasteful, and that's continued all the way through. So, I mean, what do you think, Chris? I think, again, great email. I... You know I don't like Cassie, and and I did say to you, Luke. I think I've you know I was going off him a couple of episodes ago because I, I don't think he's doing himself any favors either, Dave. I just think it's a toxic relationship, as you said. You're so right. They can't live with each other, but they don't want to live without, and it's very very bizarre. And like you say, he had Margarita there, and she looked like she was all in on him, and I was so shocked that she picked Blake. So I don't know what Luke has done or what we've not seen off camera. I know we, there was a couple of conversations, but. When I saw her with Blake, there wasn't anything there. I'm not, I'm not saying there was with Luke, but they seemed to be a bit more uh, sort of mutual sort of affection to each other. I saw, saying this with Blake, I didn't get it at all. So that was a very strange pick. But yeah, at the end of the day, I think the best thing I can say is, Dave, don't let the fucking door bang on the head on the way out because I'm sick to death of seeing that fake romance as long as I shall live. And talking about fake, Dave, let's talk about Matt. So Matt is with Isabel. I'm sorry, I'm going all in on this fucker. Matt's with Isabel. 
And, you know, he, he sees Marguerite, which the day before he was saying that, you know, Cartier was his type. No, no, Marguerite's definitely my type. Well, she pies him off because he's too emotional. Oh, fair enough. And he then justifies himself by saying, I'm getting emotional about her calling me emotional. And it's like, well, hello, McFly. I think she might have a fucking so plan. <laughs> I was genuinely crying at that bit. Like, just laughing my head off because the irony of it. The fact that, you know, she's, she's calling me emotional. <laughs> and then he's going, and I'm getting emotional. And I'm like, well, that's the fucking point, mate. You know what I mean? Come on. You know what I mean? I'm not saying you can't express your emotions, but fucking hell, I'm sick to death of seeing him fucking cry. So anyway, we talk, so he puts a bit of a play on Cartier, you know, and it's totally false. We pulled him up, haven't we, when he sort of sat on a knee when Adam had binned her off. And obviously Adam and her are no more. And I know we're going to talk about Adam in a sec. But what I want to talk about is the voting off that we've just seen in this episode, right? He's the most insincere cockhead I have ever seen. He's giving the puppy dog eyes to everybody. He's gone, he's, he knew, honestly, Dave, I, I'm, I'm sorry, but he knew, it's like he knew this was coming, like he's got the none of the producers, because all of a sudden he puts a play on Cartier when he's been absolutely fuck all going on. He sniffs at her and Adam are not going to be together. He thinks, hang on, I need to be with someone. She's that fucking gullible Cartier. She's a lovely girl. She's going to fall for it. She's never had a proper relationship. She's been messed about by the people she has been with. And she needs, you know, she might want to stay in the villa. I'm not saying she, you know, she might be completely innocent, but she's portraying that in this, the actual show. And then, we get this voting thing, and it was so fucking false by him. I was just, I, I wanted to be sick, Dave, and I knew Isabel was going to go because they bought into this uh, Cartier fake fucking showmance. And I was like, oh, mate, you are a dick. And, and unfortunately, Dave, I think this guy is going to be in it till the end because I am sick to death of him now. It is surprising. I mean, he's had enough chances, hasn't he? And I just, it is a bit odd. I mean, it, I don't mind that he's not gone because. <laughs> watching him ball is <laughs> quite funny um but yeah i mean i i'm not buying anything between him and cartier at, no. at all there, there just seems to be nothing there and in real life you know when where you're not forced to couple up although some might say society forces you to um you know I, they they just would remain friends for for a lot longer they they do seem like they have a, a kind of friendship there but absolutely zero spark it feels to me like they're kind of trying to force that so yeah i i thought it was you know i, I talked about luke effectively um cock blocking himself i mean isabel seemed to pretty much do that with blake didn't she she yeah she started off the conversation saying, you know, I'm not really kind of, uh, I'm not really looking over, you know, don't feel like I'm the really jealous type and you've got to worry about what I'm thinking if you feel like there's a connection there. And it ended the conversation where, with them both deciding actually after that initial spark, there is nothing. So, you know, bad time in there, wasn't it? So it... it <sighs> I guess it could have gone the Matt way, but I guess because Matt's been there since day one, he's got a lot of friendships, you know, and that's that's the way people voted in the end. Yeah, and just touching on something I mentioned earlier, Dave, I totally agree on that. It was very bizarre. And she did say, like, I'm glad you voted for me. It's tears of, like, happiness. She, she, I think she realised. I'm not saying it wasn't the correct vote, but it was just Matt playing up and he's fake, you know, hugging her and kissing her on the head. I was like, oh, mate, he's so fucking false. But... Let's talk about Adam, Dave. Now, 
Margarita came in, or Margarita, her name is, she came in two episodes ago. We had Luke and Adam on the beach. She comes up, Dave. Now, let's, let's not be out of the bus. She's a stunning-looking girl. She comes in, and Adam has obviously pied off Cartier. He's, he's given her like, the once-over, say, yeah, it's done, we're just mates, blah, 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 all that stuff, which I think is completely nonsense. We'd called him out. He then has the opportunity to pair up with Margarita. And I'm not saying he should or shouldn't. Everyone has their own type. There's a certain way you would put a lady down in the day or, or a, a male down if it's a, a female by just saying, look, I don't think it's for me. I'm just feeling it, you know, like we're more friends or, or the old classic line, which feels like brother and sister, you know, like, like a soap opera <laughs> job. So you could say all that. No, he doesn't say that. He just says, I like to go for someone who's a bit more natural. And I was fucking crying, me Like, wow. And she's like, she's dying to be like upset and annoyed. And she's smiling and I felt so sorry for her. I was like... You absolute ass, And I don't know what's happened to him, but he's like he's had a fucking lobotomy because this is not the same guy we've been watching for four or five weeks at all. It was very, very strange. And, and we laugh because it is just a, a pure David Brent moment. You know, what a terrible thing to say. And, and you know, put yourself in her position. That, that can't have felt very nice to be told that. Now, I, I, I've seen lots of chatter around, and I think a lot of people are immediately focusing on the boobs, um, just as a general point, not anything to do with that conversation. <laughs> no, so, um, no it's, it's saying, you know, I like natural girls, so, you know, because you got fake boobs. But I, I, look, we all know what he means it's not just about the boobs, like from head to toe. She's very, uh, she's had work done. You know, teeth remind me of, do you remember Friends? When Ross, yeah, yeah, Ross, yeah, yeah. The teeth whitener for too long and he yeah. glows in the dark. It kind of reminds me of that, but she clearly had, she had her teeth done, she had her lips done. You know, her, her hair is perfect, you know. So I can, I can see what he means. And so if you look at Cartier, she's a very, you know, natural looking young woman, isn't she? So yeah. I get where he's coming from, but you fucking idiot. There's better ways of putting it than that. And what I found odd about yesterday's episode was flavor seemed to be the word of the day. It seemed to be like Sesame Street, right? You know, flavor is the word of the day. And everyone was talking about, you know, whether this person or that person was their flavor. And, you know, Adam just said to her, he says, you know, you you're not my flavor. You're a fucking dick. You, you are. Yeah. A, he's, he's borderline psychopath because yeah. the way he's kind of shut off his emotions there, there is something going on that's, that's more below the surface. I, I, I just think it's, it's very, very strange the way he's changed. One theory could be, you know, he was playing a game in there and actually he's just, He's just a bit bored and he, he just can't be arsed with playing the game anymore. And he's like, I'm, I'm done with my time here and I'm, I'm not really arsed. I, I don't have the energy to play the game anymore. I, it did cross my mind whether he's, he's suffering a bit of depression or something. Yes, I, I have to. Yes, I, I've got both flips of the coin there, Dave. I do. I look at him and I think that is that, is that what's going on? But... You know I'm going to be cynical now, Dave. We, we mentioned, and we were obviously tagged in by Raven T, one of our good listeners again, and 
this video we mentioned about, we saw Vanessa and Adam sat around a table with obviously agents and stuff. And I've said, they're all prep. They're all thingy. You know, they, they, they've got different things behind. They're all fucking wannabes, aren't they? They're all after that fame hungry attention and stuff that it brings. And to me, Dave, I think the first thing he said is absolutely correct. My opinion is he's been playing a game because he did change. He come in, he was a bit of a dick and that messing around. He wasn't being horrible, but he was just a bit of a, a bit of a bit of a knob. And then all of a sudden, he just became completely spitting with Cartier because obviously uh, Owen had binned her off. She was she didn't know what was going on. And to me, I agree with you. I just think the mask has slipped and he's thought, fuck this, I can't do this anymore. And he's just strung her along and he's just been, he probably himself, I think, because he's just gone from absolute hero to zero in my eyes. He looks like a, well, he's just looks like a typical lad. The reason why a lot of girls have got trust issues with lads is because he's just acting so fucking flaky. It's unbelievable. Yeah, and it's interesting you say that because I was thinking, crikey, he's, he's this season's Michael from the UK yeah. season. You know, where he seemed to be such a stand-up bloke and then just came across like a total tool. It was like someone flicked a switch and then he was a total arsehole. <laughs> you know, yeah. going from hero to zero, as you say, it struck me that that's kind of what Adam's gone through. But yeah, I mean, I, I, I hope you're right. I hope it's just the mass slipping. But the fact that, you know, he, he's just not really... Um, getting much enjoyment it seems to be when he's in a group you know he's laughing and stuff but yeah let's see let's see yeah and he's what no you're right dave you're right let's just see i could be completely wrong and if it is depression then you know he needs to get the help that you know he, he should quite rightly get and I'm, I'm, quite, I'm quite happy to hold my hands up but the cynical side of me is still there but dave i'm gonna have another go at adam actually <laughs> we saw through the summer with the uk show not in the us one but the uk show there was an epidemic and do not tell me, Mr. Horrocks, that somebody on the production staff hasn't said to those lads, I tell you what, what was a real success in the UK and became a real big hashtag on Twitter is the silly salmon. And we saw Adam just randomly do it today. And I was like, fuck off. It's absolutely convoluted bullshit, that. And I sound like the absolute cynic now. I was watching it like, oh, no. We've, and obviously, any of our Aussie listeners, I apologise, but through the whole of the UK one, literally every episode, one of the lads did that silly salmon in the pool, didn't they, Dave? It became, there's some quite funny bits with it, and I'm not saying the UK has exclusivity on it, I can't, because after seeing it a couple of times, I was bored senseless watching it, but this is, now I'm thinking, don't bring this in, don't bring this into the Aussie one. I don't, I don't know if it was, you know, the producers saying, oh, look, you know, this would be really funny. At the end of the day, that apart from these little challenges and stuff and, and you know, chatting with people and you're there for 24 hours a day, you must be bored out your fucking mind, <laughs> you know. So I saw it and I, I just thought, well, clearly they were watching the UK um, season, which, to be honest, if you were going on a game show, well, actually, this is probably more me speaking. I, I would prepare. I would watch the previous seasons. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you would probably just rock up and say, what the fuck's all this about then? <laughs> <laughs> Dave, tell What, I have to couple up with someone? Fucking hell, I didn't. Best tell Sam. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, yeah. I'm the type of guy who, who would audition for Love Island, not realising that you actually have to get in bed with someone when I'm happily married or something. Yeah, that, that's, that's, that's... Dave, tell everybody what you say about me. Now, obviously, we have to be yin and yang to do this sort of stuff, but your analogy of our personalities is brilliant. 
Oh, well, yeah. So this is something we, we said a while ago, isn't it? Because we have various podcasts together and we do work very well, even though we're really quite different. And I'm quite prepared. I, you know, meticulously go through, um, you know, we're doing research and what have you. And then when we're setting up new projects, need to think through, right, who's going to listen to this? What are we actually going to do? And so I likened it to, you know, us both getting ready to do a parachute jump and me doing all my pre-jump checks and checking everything up there and, and you <laughs> jumping out the plane without parachutes. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even argue with it because I know that's right. I am head first, 100% committed to whatever idea that I think I can go with. You know that's what I'm like, Dave. And I, I love that because you're so right. I would join Love Island and not have a fucking clue what's going on. I'd be like, if I didn't know the show, I'd have, yeah, that's exactly me, Dave. <laughs> so so I just think, you know, they, they let's say even if they're halfway in the middle, they're, they're going to have watched some of it. And I think it was Chris, wasn't it, who, who first started? started doing it it was only when he came in he started to do it and then it became a bit of a competition with all the lads yeah um, so they they'll have seen that and then so they just wonder if it's uh wonder if it's that difficult no exactly and, and also i just wanted to throw a quick question out to our listeners dave obviously we mentioned that the great email we had before um if you do want to email us, and I do want some response either on Twitter or an email on this, guys, at Love Island Cast on Twitter or the Love Island Cast at gmail.com, when does it actually finish the Australian one? Because I've been looking on Google when the final is. Now, the way it's set up for tomorrow's episode looks like they're starting to cull all the actual islanders. So I'm wondering whether this is a six-week run, Dave, not an eight, because we're going into our sixth week next week. And obviously the UK one runs for eight or two months. The uh, US one was four weeks because it was the first ever series, even though that's been commissioned for a second. And this Australian one, I could be wrong, is looking like it could be a six-week run. So it, in my head, I'm thinking that it's going to finish a week on Monday. So can anybody get in contact with us? I'm not being lazy. I just cannot find it online every time I put it in. It's just nothing comes up. Yeah, I'm just uh, trying to see myself. Um, yeah, so uh, like everything that I can see is for the for the previous weeks. Yeah, it's it's, it's not very clear on there, and obviously it's designed for the Australian, you know, uh, listeners and, and fans and stuff. But obviously, us Brits, we just lap everything up, don't we? And I can't find anything. And it's not like me and you are not computer savvy because we are, but it just doesn't come up. So unless I've missed something, but honestly, any feedback would be welcome, guys. Now, I did see, so um, Vivian on Twitter posted that um, Luke and Josh, uh, sorry, <laughs> Luke and Josh. I see that was emotional, wasn't it? I, I yeah, had it was. a little tear in my eye uh, yeah. when they, they were saying bye to each other. But Josh and Anna are, are Vivian's favorites. And I, I do think, I, I can't at the minute see past that. I'm not really bought into Jesse and Todd um, so I don't really see them being strong. I think Cynthia and Aaron, I'm not really bought into them. And I was just utterly perplexed by one of their conversations. You know, Aaron's trying to make himself out all intellectual and stuff and saying, yeah, evolution, you know, you start off as a tadpole and then, and then that's evolution. And then Cynthia goes like, yeah, but how would you explain ghosts? <laughs> <laughs> 
what the fuck are they talking about? <laughs> you know, so, you know, if they're okay having those random discussions, I, I just, I don't see the spark that they talk about. I, and the fact that, you know, Aaron's been on previous dating shows and stuff does make the cynical part of me come out a bit more. But, yeah. I mean, what, what do you think I, in terms of who, who do we think can win from this point? <sighs> I think probably Luke and Anna, as long as Anna doesn't get a big spoon hey, out again. It's usually me getting the twins wrong. Oh, it's Josh. It's the first time this series. I'm sorry. I'm just so upset about Luke leaving, Dave. She's absolute nonsense. Oh, but anyway, uh, sorry, Josh and Anna, as long as she doesn't get a bit, that big fucking spoon out again, stirring the shit, I think they're probably in pole position because no one else I'm buying. I, I agree. Cynthia and Aaron don't see it. Obviously, we've got fucking Matt. Matt's going to make a Hail Mary go of it, isn't he? He's going to try everything he can now with Carter to, to get to that final. They're not going to win it at all. Can I just actually, I, w- I want to read out one of the tweets that we got from uh, Coach Green at LAX. Um, and it says, hey, love the podcast and the analysis. You guys are typically spot on in all, in all your judgment with one exception. You both seem to forget that if any of them was great at relationships or great people, they wouldn't be on this show. Now, I don't think I've said it for a while. It was probably back in the UK season when we first started. And uh, I did say that they were all a bunch of narcissistic assholes. (laughs) 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 And although the show has sucked me in, I don't really, I haven't really changed my opinion about that. And I do think, you know, someone like Matt in particular strikes me as, not not he's not in touch with his emotional side you know the the crying that that's not the same thing being in touch with your emotions he strikes me as just incredibly emotionally fragile you know and the way he builds these quick bonds with people and and then he's crushed by it it, it just i think they are all you know <laughs> they they're not mentally healthy um you know people all of them I, I don't think i mean that that might be a bit controversial some of them come across you know better than others but i mean what what do you reckon to that chris um i think he's probably right <laughs> you know i'm cynical i love the show but i don't believe any of these are going to be together we know i know in the uk when we still got a sudden going like tommy and molly may who are the most cynically sort of saw after couple that everyone thought they were blagging it and and she, her especially and obviously we were wrong we thought lucy was going to get with um, tommy in the end but that was obviously nothing mm-hmm. like that um i think it's probably right to be honest dave but i still watch it i i don't think there's anything wrong <laughs> in that it's just what the what the show's made for really we all buy into this bullshit and it is bullshit at the end of the day yeah <laughs> it's like um i don't know it's it's not even fast food it, it's like i don't know candy floss or something it's something that you know you you get some cheap enjoyment out of but you yeah. know none of it's any good for you <laughs> yeah it's true very good that day yeah that's actually true yeah it's between your fucking teeth and you have all you got all that Horrible sugars, yeah. That's definitely Love Island, Dave. But anyway, after, after that sugar rush, you know, the episode comes on tomorrow, and and you just can't wait to to have that kick again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very good description, actually, Dave. But no, thanks again, Coach Green, for sending in another great tweet, and keep them coming, guys, please, because we love it. Now, as I mentioned before, 
on at Love Island Cast on Twitter and the Love Island Cast at gmail.com to give us an email. And if you do like the show, please get the reviews out there on your podcast catching app. It just helps me and Dave grow and gets us out there to more people. So Dave, I want to thank you again today. A little bit of a double whammy, a little bit longer than usual. What a great episode. And I will see you tomorrow, my friend. Yeah, see you again tomorrow. Bye now.